Hi, welcome to Cinema Scene on Gardner Webb University Radio, WGWG.org. I'm Noel T. Manning II, hanging out with... Jen Guberman. Jen Guberman, how are you? I'm good, how about you? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to lie and say I'm awesome, <laughs> but I've had one of those weeks that's not been quite as awesome as I would like, so mm-hmm. that's the truth. Uh, that's the true news of this, that's not some... Uh, some faux truth that I'm, I'm, I'm sharing. So yeah, one of those rough weeks, but you know what? It's okay. Uh, we keep moving on and we talk movies. And if you've never listened to this show, uh, you missed a lot because we've been doing this show in some form or fashion since 1999. And that was the year you were born, right? No, I was born in 96. 96. Okay. Yeah, of course, 96. So you were three (laughs) when this show started in some form or fashion, Jen. And so, you know, you never knew when you were, you know, when you were just a young kid that one day you'd be hanging out talking movies with Noel T. Manning the <laughs> second. So, you know, your world just got a little crazier. Just got a little crazier. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it is the end of the summer uh, for the most part. Uh, you know, we've got college classes back in, in session, high school, elementary kids are, are back in school or getting ready to be. Um, and, and so those movies that made a lot of money at the box office are not making the money anymore. So it's uh, kind of that dead zone. It's right before we start getting into the fall season, we start talking about award caliber films. So right here in August, especially the end of August, you're, you're not getting, um, you know, films that are going to make tons of money. But, but you know, last weekend um, there were some films, uh, at least one film that did okay, uh, a couple of films that did okay. We've had a couple of uh, couple of surprises. I mean, they're not making the $100 million at the box office opening weekend kind of stuff, but, but for this time of year, not too shabby. So uh, Jen is going to give us a uh, top five uh, at the box office from last weekend, uh, starting at number five. All right, and so this is for the weekend of August 18th to the 20th. And so the first one is The Hitman's Bodyguard, which made 21384000 So that was number one. Yes, that was number okay. one. And then $504. So that one is quite a bit more um, than some of the other ones down on the list. They right. drop off substantially. But the second one is Annabelle Creation with $15,612,680. Um, and then the third one is Logan Lucky. With seven million six hundred thousand and thirty-six dollars. Yep, and Logan Lucky was a, a debut last weekend with the Hitman's Bodyguard. Both of those were mm-hmm. two. Um, both of those opened last weekend. And then Dunkirk has been up there for a while, and it's it's still in the top five uh, with six million six hundred fourteen thousand three hundred eighty-five. Mm-hmm. And then lastly is The Nut Job Two, Nutty by Nature, uh, with a little under Dunkirk at five million ninety-two thousand three hundred forty-four. Yeah, the, the whole Annabelle um, storyline, a, a, a spinoff prequel from uh, the Conjuring series. Mm-hmm. Now, are you a fan of the Conjuring films? I watched. I, how many are there now? Are there two or three? I, I don't I know. I feel like I watched. I know I watched the first one. I feel like yeah. I watched a second yeah. one. And I did see the first Annabelle movie. Okay. I have not had a chance to see this one yet. Okay. All right, because I, I know that you <laughs> like horror films and yes. suspense films, so. I'm surprised you haven't seen that. I guess, I I guess it's, a, it's a college student kind of thing. You just need somebody to pay your way. Pretty much. Either yeah, either yeah. that or I need at least somebody to go with, and everybody's been so busy right now, <laughs> myself you. included, just trying to get back into the swing of things. Well, the Hitman Bodyguard uh, did did much better than anticipated uh, with The weekend. It's really a formula buddy comedy film. Uh, Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson uh, in this film. You don't go in uh, expecting anything uh, exciting and groundbreaking to happen. If you if you like these kind of action buddy comedies, 
that's exactly what you're going to get out of this one. Uh, not not much uh, not much more, not much less. Uh, on the other hand, uh, if you're looking for something a bit different, Logan Lucky did not do a ton of the box office last weekend, but uh, I got a chance to check that out. So I want to give uh, my kind of quick take on this film. Uh, director Steven Soderbergh uh, directed this. It's the first film he's done in four years. He took kind of a self-imposed retirement, um, and uh, we knew that wouldn't last. Um, he's he's you know responsible for the Ocean's Eleven films, and this movie I kind of compare it to Ocean's Eleven meets Old Brother Where Art Thou, because it's definitely got a heist uh, element to it, but it's got these very unique and quirky characters throughout, and and almost to a point that they're um, they almost caricaturize, caricaturize, caricaturize. They almost parody. <laughs> they almost parody the characters. Um, not quite, but almost. Uh, independent film. Um, it was it was produced with a lot of um, Stevens money. He, did, he went outside the studio system to do this. But uh, but names that people would recognize: Channing Tatum in this, Daniel Craig, Adam Driver, uh, supporting cast that includes Dwight Yoakam, Seth MacFarlane, and uh, also Katie Holmes. So, you know, what's the, what's the story? Uh, well, it, this movie kind of far, follows the story of what happens when two unlucky brothers and a sister, um, they're very unlucky. Their last name, Logan, so that's where the term Logan Lucky comes from. They're unlucky in everything. Uh, unlucky in love, um, unlucky in life. Uh, you know, everything that you could think of has gone wrong with these people who have, you think, great potential, but things just happen. Um, they're from the backwoods of uh, West Virginia, uh, they decide to kind of execute this plan, very elaborate plan, to rob the bank vault of the Charlotte Motor Speedway. And so the question that drives the whole film is, will their luck change, um, you know, or will their plan fall apart, and will they continue to have unlucky lives? You know, a great cast. Um, dialogue was witty throughout this film. Characters that I mentioned, real quirky. Um, you know, it, it's really a, a well-educated hillbilly heist, semi-spoof narrative mixed with uh, wonderful use of musical score and lyrical content um, to, to produce a film that was just fun and different. Um, you know, they use uh, film, they use some of the songs like uh, John Denver's Country Roads, which the summer started with that uh, song being used in the Alien film uh, in a very different way than it is here, but it's interesting that the bookends of the summer uh, are, are standing up on, on that particular song. But I'm giving uh, Logan Lucky a B. Uh, different kind of film, but one well worth well worth checking out. So, uh, are you? Do you like comedies? Do you like quirky comedies? I do. I'm a little bit particular about comedies. Okay. Um, I really like if it's got clever kind of humor to it, where it makes you think a little bit, a little okay. more of the dry humor, I guess. Yeah. Well, this one, this one's definitely a thinking person's comedy because you you see this plan in action, and uh, there's a point. Um, toward the end of the movie where everything kind of clicks into place and you start seeing things unravel in a good way. Uh, the mystery starts to unravel mm-hmm. and you're going, you start going, oh, that is so cool. <laughs> that is so cool. You know, I, I didn't really think about that. So i uh, really impressed with this. Uh, it's not going to do, you know, tons of the box office as we saw from opening weekend. But if you are looking for something a little different, uh, check that out. Uh, also, if you are looking for new films uh, in theaters this weekend, just to let you know what is opening wide release, uh, the animated family film Leap, um, All Saints, which is a uh, drama, kind of a family uh, drama. And then uh, there's also a, a biopic, action drama biopic on the early life of Bruce Lee called Birth of the Dragon. And those are all in wide release. And the re-release in 3D of Terminator 2 
uh, in, uh, with uh, James Cameron doing some new stuff to that. That'll be in limited theaters this weekend, including if you're listening to us in the uh, uh, western North Carolina area, you can catch that in uh, several theaters in this area. So home delivery, what are some things happening uh, for, uh, for home viewing um, this go-round? Well, I've got three different ones, kind of um, all along different areas. I've got one that's an action-adventure sci-fi one, kind of all over the place. But Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 actually came out on DVD on August 22nd. Um, so did you check that out this summer? I have not. No, I haven't seen the first <laughs> okay. one yet. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, I'm going to stop asking you if you've checked it out. <laughs> so if you have just dive in with a little quick review, yeah. how about that? I've All right. That. Good yep. deal. All right. <laughs> so my, my review for Guardians of the Galaxy, a rating, I gave it an a, um, a, a fun time at the box office. All right. What, what else you got? Um, I've also got kill switch, which came out on the same day on August 22nd. Um, that's also a sci-fi. I hadn't even heard of this one, but, um, when I found it on, list of some of the recent uh, releases, I thought it actually sounded kind of interesting, and I'm not really normally a sci-fi person, but I feel like I might, especially now that it's on DVD, um, give it a try, but it says that it's basically about a military experiment uh, to harness unlimited energy goes horribly awry, leaving a pilot with no choice but to fight through an imploding world. I love all the vocab in this, imploding and awry, I don't know, I just, (laughs) but he's supposed to save his family and the planet, so... um, I was fine. Kill switch. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, what's interesting, you say you don't like sci-fi. Now, it depends. Now, you know, you know, sci-fi has whole different layers of, of these kinds of Yeah, that's of why I'm like, it depends on the type of sci-fi. So you're not the outer space kind of sci-fi exactly. person. So, yeah. but, so Guardians of the Galaxy, you probably wouldn't like. Exactly. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. All right. But fine. more of the, Dys- I mean, this dystopian. kind of, yeah, like I was say, this fits a little bit more in with the dystopian idea. So I'd be curious to see exactly what angle they take okay. on this. All right. Um, also opening in, um, I'm sorry, also in home delivery, a couple of uh, Disney releases. Uh, one of these, a re-release, the uh, Lion King's got some special Blu-ray treatment with a lot of other cool things uh, going on that. It's called the Circle of Life edition <laughs> for this Blu-ray. And then uh, Disney's nature series, if you like cuddly pandas, you got to check out Born in China. Those are a couple of others uh, that are happening for home delivery. And you've got a, a drama, I think, as well to talk about. Yeah, a drama romance movie. Um, so it's called Everything, Everything, and it came out on DVD actually on August 15th. And I remember seeing the trailer for this one when it came out, and like a lot of times I end up losing track of time and... I did not get a chance to see it, but I'm really excited that it's on DVD now, um, instead of in that phase where it's not in theaters and not on DVD yet. Um, but this one is basically about this 18-year-old who's got some kind of extreme rare disease, and she's just stuck at home all the time. Um, but then this new neighbor boy moves in, and the two of them end up talking, and she falls for him and basically realizes she isn't really living. Um, uh. So it, it seems like at first it starts off like cutesy, and they're flirting yeah, 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 and getting yeah. to know each other, and like... Based on the trailer, especially, it looks like it gets really dramatic and she kind of pushes boundaries a little because her mom really wants to protect her because she's very ill. Okay. All right. And that movie's called Everything, Everything. All right. Um, Do want to mention a Netflix original movie uh, just released uh, this week, uh, Sci-Fi. It's called What Happened to Monday. The original title of this was called Seven Sisters. And uh, here's kind of the storyline for this. This takes place in uh, the not-too-distant future, somewhere 30 years or so down the road. Um, the world is overpopulated. Um, we've done a lot to destroy our, uh, our crops with, with 
all sorts of chemicals and things, um, global warming, climate change, all of those things are making a huge impact on us being able to kind of survive in this world. And the overpopula- overpopulation aspect of it is really making that even more challenging. So um, there's a new law that you can only have one child. So if you have more than, than one child, they're put in cryogenic sleep for later down the road when the world becomes a better place. That's kind of the storyline. And uh, you find out pretty early on that there's a, uh, a, uh, a grandfather who was pretty well off whose daughter dies in childbirth, and um, there are seven kids that have been born. They're all identical, and, uh, and they were born. And so what he does is he uh, kind of creates this elaborate plan to protect them from the law. Okay, that's how it starts. You flash forward 30 years later, and um, all seven of these kids, they all go by a different name, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, said Sunday twice, but you get the point. Um, they act as one person, and so what they do is Sunday can actually only go out of the house on Sunday. But they've all created this, um, this name of this person who was the mother, and that's their singular identity. So they all leave, live as a singular person, and um, you know it shows kind of what they do in the course of the day of a life. When they come back, they have to recount their entire day so their sisters all know the narrative that they're living under. And um, so, so as this kind of unfolds, you find yourself asking, you know, will they get away with this or will they be caught by the law? That's kind of what drives this whole thing. And then, um, you know, if you want to call it the inciting incident, um, Monday does not return at the end of the day. Uh, she, she goes to work and she does not return at the end of the day. So then the question is, okay, what happened to Monday? How are we going to, how are we going to do this? How are we going to figure this out? And so it's, it's an action sci-fi thriller. You've got uh, a lot of political themes running through this, uh, themes of sacrifice, uh, really strong with this film as well. Um, it, it does uh, examine humanity versus society. And, um, you know, it it's, um, has a lot of interesting questions. Uh, I think the acting was pretty pretty amazing because you have one person um, acting in several, you know, seven different roles, and they're all individually unique, even though they look, look the same. Um, there's a BBC series called Orphan Black uh, where you've got uh, one actress playing multiple roles, and this is similar to that, uh, and you can kind of combine it with several other sci-fi films to get kind of the ending. Uh, it was really intriguing. Uh, the acting and action I thought were great. Really heavy on violence and language and also um, sexuality, so it's for mature audiences, not for young kids. Uh, a solid sci-fi film. Um, it's worth worth the time. I'm glad I got a chance to check it out. Um, and well produced. I'm giving this also a B on the uh, scorecard. Uh, Glenn Close, Willem Dafoe also star um, in this film. So any thoughts or questions? Does that make it even less or more intriguing for you because you were, we were talking mm-hmm. about it before the show started. Uh, I had actually looked it up when I saw that it was going to be released. Um, it was before the actual release date and I was really intrigued because it kind of fits in with that dystopian feel that I really like and so as I do when I find things that really catch my interest, I sit there and spend a lot of my time researching it when yeah. I should be doing more productive <laughs> things. Um, so a lot so, of that um, yeah. I had heard before and some of it was new to me too and 
definitely still interested in it. Okay. And I was actually hoping to watch it this weekend with my yeah. roommate. Yeah, it, it's you know I wouldn't say it's uh, it's a great film, but it's it's a good film, mm-hmm. and it's it's you know it's worth the time. Uh, I can't say that with all films. <laughs> um, movie trailer of the week. Uh, I've got one. Uh, yours is a lot more fun than mine. So why don't you dive in with your movie trailer of the week? The movie trailer I picked is A Bad Mom's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I actually I didn't even know there was going to be another one. Um, it, the first one didn't really leave off like there would be, but I'm right. not surprised because, it, to my understanding, it did fairly well. Um, and I remember going to see the first one in theaters, and then I also saw it at home. Okay. Um, I thought it was funnier in theaters, but that tends okay. to be the case when it's a full theater. And right. I remember this one guy, he was sitting in one of the front rows, and like every time somebody told a joke in it, he would get up and like literal knee slapping laughter kind of thing oh it was hilarious so that that definitely contributed yeah, yeah, yeah. to it yeah so but, you're laughing at him yeah this is true but i mean it was even still funny when i watched it at home yeah. too um so i i personally enjoyed okay. it if that's the kind of thing you're in the movie okay for. and it is that's an r-rated film as well yes. so, uh, and, and probably the bad mom's christmas would, would be doing that as well uh, you probably <laughs> release date for that film uh november 3rd okay so you you get a, a early christmas present yes, if definitely. you check out a bad mom's christmas uh this one also is being released november 3rd um this one's uh, definitely aiming at the uh, oscar crowd uh, woody harrelson uh jennifer jason lee and jeffrey donovan uh starring a film that's directed by rob reiner uh the film is lbj it's following uh johnson president johnson and kind of his life uh, so this is really going after that awards crowd and uh, again that is opening uh, november 3rd in select theaters as well you have any other thoughts, final comments before we uh, say so long and wrap things up here? Uh, nothing for me. All right. Well, there you go. That's it for this edition of Cinema Scene right here on Gardner Web University Radio, WGWG.org. I'm Noel T. Manning II. And I'm Jen Gaberman. And for this week, that's a wrap. <laughs>